This NBA season, make every three-pointer, alley-oop, and buzzer beater even more exciting with FanDuel. You can bet on everything from first baskets and number of dunks to which player will drain the most threes. Or stack your bets with the same-game parlay for a shot to win even bigger. It's quick, easy, and you'll get your winnings fast. So download the app today and see why we're North America's number one sportsbook. Make every moment more with FanDuel. 19 plus and physically located in Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-866-531-2600 or visit connectsontario.ca. I'm Brian Goldfinger of Goldfinger Injury Lawyers. Accidents happen, and when they do, you'll want a lawyer who will stand up to the insurance company and fight for your rights. In case of emergency, have this name in your back pocket. Goldfinger. Brian Goldfinger. Visit goldfingerlaw.com and get us working for you. Hello and welcome to the Raptors Reaction Podcast. I'm your host, William Loom, speaking to you uh, after the Toronto Raptors defeated the Brooklyn Nets uh, by a score of 116-112 to 112 at the Air Canada Centre on Friday night. Uh, this game went very much like the other um, two most recent games that the Raptors have played against the Nets, where the Raptors don't really treat it too seriously. The Nets come out hot, they take the lead. They're leading in the fourth quarter, and then all of a sudden, the Raptors say, yeah, I want this game, and they take it. That's pretty much how these games have gone against the Brooklyn Nets. It's very much like that, um, like, uh, you know, Luzi swiping the ball from uh, Charlie Brown. I mean, it's, I want to feel bad for the Nets, but I still just don't like them, man. Like, the Nets are like if I play on 2K, you know, like you just just play a bunch of wings and you just run up and down, like you play as fast as you can and you try to shoot threes and drive and get like free throws and that's it. But like in terms of as as an actually good basketball team, you need a big out there. Like just play with a big. Like they Anyway, I don't want to talk too much about the Nets. Anyway, so um the Raptors weren't playing strong defense at all. Um you know, the Nets scored 64 points in the first half. Uh, a lot of that, you know, you can just chalk up to a lack of intensity, which I know a lot of people are concerned about. I'm not really that concerned about. This is like, again, the Raptors schedule recently has been jam-packed. I think this is their 11th game now in 18 days. So, that's a lot of games. All right, it's a lot of games. And they've been traveling, you know, back and forth in different cities. Um and so, you know, at this point, with the Raptors being where they are, which they chased and successfully won the first seed, and they're going to, you know, have clinched the first seed any day now, um, where the Raptors, w- with where they are right now, um, all you really want to do is do the bare minimum to get these wins, which is, like, what they're doing. Like, like they kept the Nets within striking distance. Yeah, the Nets went up, like, double ditches at one point, but the Raptors responded well, and... um you know, even in the second half, like the Raptors um, played slightly better defense in the third quarter. Um, and then the fourth quarter, the Raptors just took it seriously and they held the Nets to 21 points. The Raptors scored 32 and, and they finished. It was actually quite an excruciating finish. A lot of reviews, a lot of free throws, whatever. But, um, you know, ultimately, the Raptors' offense looked really good down the stretch. Um, you know, Kyle Lowry hitting threes, uh, a huge three, really. Lowry's three-point shot has been really steady of late. His, the rhythm on his jumper is, is really smooth right now, and you're seeing in the results. He's he's consistently having these nights where he makes five-plus threes. Um, he also broke his own record for most threes uh, in a single season by the rap, by a Raptor. That mark is not going to be broken anytime soon. Um, Lowry also had a triple-double. 
Um, you know, Larry had a three. Fred Van Bleet pulled up on Damari Carroll for three. Um, DeRozan going to the basket was great. And, you know, the Raptors crunch time offense was good. And defensively, they were solid, you know. You know, Ibaka was solid in the second half especially. Um, you know, getting uh, good contests at the rim when he was playing center. JV coming up with huge free throws towards the end and also just being steady throughout. You know, like it's... Like this is a confident group. They know what they got to do. Obviously, they're tired. They don't really want to play these games. This game doesn't matter whatsoever. You know, and they come out and they and they get the victory. I know a lot of people want to see like the wire to wire victories. Like, um, like I guess the most recent example would be like that game in New York where, you know, it's so out of hand that Nigel Hayes is firing um, arrows at his former Westchester Knicks teammates on the other um, bench because the Raptors are up like forty. But like, that's not realistic. Like the Nets actually play hard. You know, so. Um, you know, we've seen the Raptors turn up their intensity when they need to. Like, you look at the intensity they played with, um, you know, in the Cavs game, obviously offensively, defensively, I guess, you know, they weren't quite there. But also credit to the Cavs for, you know, uh, executing really well. And you look at the Rockets game, the way the Raptors got up for that one. Like, the Raptors, you know, they know when to turn it on, you know. And, again, like, a lot of things, that, like, I pretty much write off the first half of every game now because, like, the Raptors just want to stay within 10 points. That's the whole goal. Maybe everyone gets a touch. You know, they can try some new things. Um, I thought even Dwayne Casey didn't take this game fully seriously, which is very rare. Dwayne is a very serious man, very serious about all things, and he wants to get the win all the time. Today, man, he, like, we saw some lineups that, like, you know, he doesn't normally go with. Like, we saw Pascal Siakam briefly play, um, you know, in a three-man front court with Pirtle and, and, and Ibaka. Um, you know, very brief. Pearl, or Siakam hit a three, but otherwise it was kind of weird. Uh, we also saw uh, Siakam and Ibaka play extended stretches together. Defensively in the fourth quarter, we saw DeMar Rosen start the fourth quarter with the bench. Like, he changed up his lineup a lot. I think he just wants to, like, you know, get some practice time in, really, and uh, see what the Raptors look like, you know, in these different uh, defensive looks. Because I think offensively, I think it's going to look the same mostly. But defensively, um, that's what Dwayne Casey wants to achieve with these lineups. And, you know, he got to get a little test run. But, um, yeah, I mean, first half, whatever, in the second half, the Raptors just turned it on and they won the game. Like, I don't even have to really tell you how they did it. Like, I don't think it really quite matters. Like, the Nets are not a good team. The Raptors are a very good team. And, you know, this is just what very good teams do. You kind of size up your opponent, you play rope-a-dope, and then, bam, you knock them out. That's it. And that's what happened with the Raptors. So, um, in terms of your three stars from this otherwise not very notable game, Larry is obviously your first star. 25 points, 10 rebounds, 12 assists on 7 of 11 shooting, 5 of 6 from 3, 6 of 6 from the free throw line, only one turnover. Kyle Lowry was phenomenal today. Again, like, this is of late, like, um, DeRozan has faded a little bit um, since, like, the end of uh, February. Maybe, like, the start of March. Let's say the start of March. But, I mean, and, and you know, while DeMar, DeMar has faded a little bit, um, Lowry has really stepped up and filled a void. And uh, he's looked phenomenal, man. I mean, he's, this is the freshest he's looked uh, towards the end of the season and that we've seen in the last couple of years. Obviously, the reduced minutes and stuff has really helped. And, you know, we saw in the Orlando game, Lowry took over. We saw in this game, he took over. We saw in the, the, the Cavs game. He was phenomenal in that one, too. And, um, 
you know, there's a lot more pick and roll being run with Lowry, uh, which is, you know, kind of a nice little concession of the team. You know, if the rest of them are tired, whatever, you just let it run through Lowry. And there's been a lot of games earlier this year where the team kind of carried Lowry. Lowry was just kind of another guy. And now Lowry's establishing himself again as someone that can turn it on. And um, I'm, very, I'm very thrilled to see it, really. The three-point shot, especially, it's really nice because when he hits that three, he's able to, like, use a little pump fake and then drive to the rim and... You know, pretty much no. Uh, the more opponents are afraid of his jumper, the more space he's going to find. Of course, that goes for everybody, but especially for a guy like Larry, where the margin for his um, drives are very, very thin otherwise. But, um, yeah, Larry was phenomenal. His pick-and-roll game, just fantastic. The 12 assists, going to JV, going to Ibaka, going to, you know, Bebe. Like, uh, just a phenomenal game from Larry. In terms of your second star, giving out to Larry's understudy, Fred Van Vliet. Um, not so shabby himself, man. 16 points, 6 rebounds, an assist, a steal, a block, 6 of 12 shooting, 4 of 7 from deep in 32 minutes. Siakam, um, you know, his seriousness and his intensity in the second half really helped set the tone for the Raptors, and uh, that's a large reason why the Raptors were able to lock down on defense and hold the Nets just uh, 21 points in the fourth quarter. A lot of that was because Van Bleet's on-ball defense is so good. Um... You know, his corner threes, money, um, his drives to the rim are very Lowry-esque. He likes to get the body into the chest and then flip it up and spin it over the, the shot block. Uh, and also Van Bley had a key pull-up three over Demari Carroll. So, um, you know, Van Bley, his, uh, he he's been very solid for sure. And his three-point shooting is also very vital to this team. I mean, look, the Raptors didn't have... CJ Miles today, and they shot fourteen to twenty nine from deep, which is forty eight percent. That's that's just fantastic. When, you, when the Raptors can hit their threes, they win. Period. Um, except for that Brooklyn, or except for that uh, Cavs game, but you know that's the Cavs. And then in terms of your third star, uh, you could easily give it to JV. JV had twenty three points, eight rebounds, eight of fourteen shooting. Uh, defensively, JV wasn't quite there, but I mean, like, JV did all that in 21 minutes. I'm just gonna give it to JV. Forget it. I'm just the third side's going to JV, okay? Uh, he, you know, I, I just like that, you know, in these dead spots in the in, uh, during the season, JV continuously does things that sort of bring a measure of like, uh, you know, levity and humor to the situation. You know what I mean? Like, um, him taking a three in the first quarter and then following that up with collecting a loose ball and dribbling um, the ball into the front court, leading the break, hitting it to Larry, Larry hitting it right back to him, JV running to the rim and finishing. Like just and just to see how happy he is and how much you know people rally around JV, it's very nice to see. It's it's, it's just quite fun to, to to have him sort of break up these uh, monotonous moments with uh, these little stretches where he he's basically learning how to play basketball. Um, and expanding his game, and it, it's fun to see him take his first steps in these like you know um, low stakes uh, environments. And then the reason I was debating it is because Siakam was also really fantastic. Like I said, Siakam had to play in a whole bunch of different lineups. Um, he looked kind of confused. He looked kind of sad without Pertle there. Um, but uh, Siakam just you know energetically was really good, and he hit two threes. You know, one from each corner. Uh, one rattled in, the other one swished. But uh, 11 points, 8 rebounds, assist, uh, plus 9 was the third highest mark on the team. Um, and, you know, just usual Siakam things, really. The three-point shot is nice. He's hit a three in three straight games now. And um, obviously, that's not nearly big enough of a sample to say anything about it. But 
Um, I think his shot preparation is better. Um, the the release is a little bit better, and you know, as uh, Leo astutely put it, pointed out in the broadcast, which I can't believe I'm saying, but um, yeah, I mean, as Leo pointed out, like Siakam was really like flat and um, towards the basket when he used to shoot, like it almost looked like he was shooting a free throw, um, and now he's sort of angling his body more such that his uh, right foot is a little bit is leading the shot, and his uh, left foot is a little bit back, and I think that just helps him, like you know get the right um like angle and it's like a more natural shooting form in your body really right like if you're if you're right-handed you want to shoot with your right hand well your right foot forward um especially if you're a set shooter guy like you're not like you know hopping into your three or whatever then like yeah i think siakam um just a shot preparation is is good it looks good and you know obviously if he's still gonna be left open but if he's gonna be able to hit a couple of those threes then he might be able to play three position um he might even bring a bit bit of uh, floor spacing if he plays with a guy like Ibaka so I don't know I don't know but um yeah ultimately the Raptors just did what they needed to to get the win this was also Damari Carroll's return to the ACC nobody booed him which is good why would you boo Damari Carroll like this is first he's just not important enough to for you to boo him that's that's pretty much where it's at um and so for the Gerald Henderson award I'm giving it to Damari Carroll yeah you know, good, good on him. 14 points, 4 of 7 shooting, 2 of 4 from deep, including a really key one in the fourth quarter that, you know, really made it uh, interesting a little bit. Um, Damari's leaning uh, free throw baiting where he just, like, drives into your body and then throws the ball up is, like, kind of hard to watch. But I don't know. I mean, good on you, Damari. Like, you make your money. Like, he's in a better situation. He's happier. Um, he's looked upon as a veteran leader. The coach loves him, Kenny Atkinson, dating back to their days in Atlanta. And, you know, I'm just happy that, you know, he's found the second stage in his career. Plus, Brooklyn's a crazy place to live. So, um, happy for Damari, man. So, that's uh, that's the podcast. Uh, read 10 things. Uh, read the columns. I mean, like, I put out a really extended um, 10 things on the Cavaliers game, which I think is pretty much just a finals preview. Like, if you just look through that, that's pretty much the key points in the finals in, in the um, Easter Conference finals preview. And also, um, you know, read this recent column I wrote on Serge Ibaka, um, where, you know, I just talked about, look, what, what are we bringing Ibaka for? What has he done all year? And what are the expectations for him heading into the playoffs? Because he's kind of a he's kind of a, a polarizing player because, you know, we know he can turn it on. When he turns it on, he's really good. But as we know, yeah, most of the time he doesn't turn it on. And even in this game, like he started this game early on. Russell was driving by him. Alan Crabb was driving by him. Demarcus Carroll was driving by him. Like, oh my god! But then later in the game, Ibaka played center and he was phenomenal. Really good positioning um, around the basket. Uh, good shot contests. You know, neutralized Jared Allen, which is a weird thing to say, but Jared Allen was actually a nice player in this one. So, you know, that's that's Ibaka. So, anyway, uh, that does it for the podcast. Thank you to everyone for listening, and I'll be back on Sunday.